Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the G Team podcast. The G Team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life, sharing practical ways to maximize productivity, and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life. My name is Peter. And I'm Olu. And we're your hosts for this podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy listening. So today on the podcast, me and Peter are joined by Adnan and Sabrina, um, two other members of the G team. And would you like to just quickly introduce yourself, starting with Sabrina? Yeah, hi, everyone. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. I'm Sabrina, and I'm a content creator at the G team. Uh, I graduated in 2019 from Manchester Met. And yeah, just since then, I've been looking for employment, but it's quite difficult to find it in Corona times, but yeah. Adnan. Hello, everybody. My name's Adnan. Um, I joined the G team about a month ago. I'm an editor, so I do a bit of the video editing and audio editing. Um, in my, um, well, this is in my free time. In my full time, I work as an estimator at a company that sells materials. So a lot of maths and a lot of problem solving, but um, all interesting stuff. And I graduated from university, Loughborough University, last year. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So today, um, main topics that we're going to be focusing on are self-discipline and goal setting. So I don't know, like, if you guys could just give us an example or even just anything that you do when it comes to goal setting that you found to be quite useful, like maybe just in your uni experience or like afterwards but like what's really helped you or anything that you've tried to change something new when it comes to goal setting it's quite a loaded question yeah we (laughs) (laughs) sabrina do you want to go ahead first or um no you go okay (laughs) um i'd say for me uh goal setting or um showing discipline is you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve without without doing that because it allows you to kind of uh forecast what you want to achieve and um uh direct you know your energy towards something that you want to something you want to achieve but um um i'd say probably the best thing to do is to write stuff down Mm. have a good think about it contemplate and um set yourself kind of time frames and i guess it depends on the um how important you deem the thing the goal um and to how strict you want to keep the time frame but uh for me i'd say like um goal setting or maybe i've set goals in the gym or something like that um it always helps if you create good habits at the start as quick as possible and that takes a little bit of time and once you do that then you can kind of you're kind of well on your way to getting where you want to be yeah what you said about writing things down i um this year was the first year i actually wrote down my new year's resolutions i've never done that before oh, um, yeah. i wish i always just think in my head like oh i'll do this and i'll do that and then like by three months later i've kind of forgotten what the original ones were and I've made new ones or whatever so this year I've made sure I wrote them down so I can always refer back to them um, and then it's also easier to take mental notes of how much you've progressed over the year if you've actually written them down as well yeah definitely I guess it's kind of like that thing of just keeping a track record of yourself isn't it keeping yourself accountable is a really good thing actually yeah, writing it down it's not something I used to do until very recently as well quick g-team stat was uh, I think uh write, writing your goals down you'll be 42 percent more likely to achieve them if you write them down yeah no matter how big or small as well yeah and uh like you guys talked about that like you talked about sort of um writing these all down so you can prioritize right uh, and that's 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 kind of something that i've been thinking about as well recently in terms of prioritizing goals is how do you or how do you prioritize because for example for me then this year just because well, technically I've had more time from being at home, right? Or we, we all do, right? So I've written a lot of different goals to occupy my time. But how would you prioritize those things? And 
how do you know sort of which ones to set aside for the time being anyways um i'd say um in my experience or kind of over the last few years um what i feel like has been the best thing is it's different for everyone first of all um and you kind of have to go with what you deem is necessary um but so for example at my time at uni the most things uh, the the most important thing was my studies so if it became if it came to choosing prioritizing something to do with my studies like an assignment or something or uh, revising for an exam over something else like going to the gym or playing some sport or going to some training then it would be the studies because ultimately i'm at uni i'm paying that i'm paying that money um, that's true to study (laughs) Um, but when you're out of uni it kind of changes because you then decide what your goals are you're not you're no longer you know you're no longer in like a in like an institution which um decides priorities are boundaries yeah they decide your boundaries yeah so now it's kind of like okay i'm working which is is great and my career is something i should be focusing on but my career is hopefully the next 50 years so i need to think about prioritizing other things that matter a lot to me between now and then no interesting so it's basically you're prioritizing based on like sort of time and like just just your current situation i think one thing with me and like when i have goals and this kind of links back to your point i struggle to just prioritize i can't just think okay what's the most pressing thing because it'll be one thing that comes to my head then it's the next thing then it's the next thing then it's the next thing so it's like what you were mentioning before like writing the goals down like that's something that i've done as well and then once i've written them down it's like it's like you said it's more you're more aware of them like mentally as well so you don't always even have to keep on going back and referring to them you've got a list of all these um, maybe in one place that you go back to every now and then but you can kind of just see how you've prog- progressed like with each one and because you're always looking at it and because you're always conscious of it you find yourself more like naturally progressing towards these goals rather than like just focus like oh I need to get this done and then I need to get this done like you just kind of f- find yourself seamlessly working towards it because you're conscious of it and I think um yeah for me it's always been something that like, I've tried to go down the strict route mm. I've tried to like be really rigid with it like oh if I want to wake up early, I say like, okay, 7am. But if somehow, I don't know, maybe if I'm watching Netflix, and I'm staying <laughs> up at like 2.30, 3am, waking up at 7 doesn't really make sense. Because <laughs> yeah. I've literally just ruined the whole next day. Cause I'm it's not an option. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So like now I'm thinking, trying, I like, I'll be working towards my goals, like trying to improve my self-discipline. But I need to just go with what works. Um, like, and understand there's a process. It's like, you can't just go from having like zero self-discipline to being like at that 10, 10 level. Yeah. It's gonna take time. And like, it's like a slow progress in building it. Yeah. yeah I think for me, I, I need a lot more structure. I, mm. I, I find it sort of easy to see a goal and want to get there, but I find it hard to plan the like route to get there. So I need to be a bit more like cold turkey as in if I wanted to wake up early I need to just set an alarm and wake up early no matter what happened the night before I just need to get up and do it um because I've tried kind of like easing myself into it but yeah it just doesn't work for me but everyone's different aren't they so yeah and um, it's interesting you you mentioned that because I, th- I think it does vary between people as well uh in, in sort of your, your styles of trying to pick up new good habits or unlearn bad habits right is uh for the most part i think people they, they try to do um like they go for a cold turkey right so so sabrina you're doing new year's resolutions right so i'm assuming all of those are just straight cold turkey whatever it is um well i'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying. But, yeah but that's your mindset behind it right um yeah i think yeah something, something for me I've, it, i really do respect people who can do it. i know for me i can't so it's either or i, I have to find a substitute for it so something i found is 
for example, uh, to sort of unlearn a bad habit, I've tried to replace it with almost like a distraction, but a productive distraction, if that if that makes sense at all. Yeah, it's like um, an alternative way to spend your time rather than doing the other thing. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us an example. <laughs> uh, I mean, it'll be like whenever I think about, for example, example, I'm working, right? Mm-hmm. And then typical distractions, for example, scrolling through social media or something is as soon as I think about that, I'll just be like, okay, now I've got to do 10 press-ups. It's, it's, like, like, it's like a punishment. You're reprogramming your mind. Yeah, if you watch me, if you watch me in my room, it just, it'll, it'll, I, I'm pretty sure it'll look hilarious, right? I'll just be working in all of a sudden. I'd start busting out press-ups on the floor, but it's, it's, it works in a way or, or it, it distracts your mind for the time being because you, I think, because I, I read this from uh, Atomic Habits. I think, I don't know if you guys heard about that book. Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. Atomic Habits. Like we literally got it. Right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't heard of that. So, by James Clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I read this book a lot. Um, so, you sponsored. Um, <laughs> I mean, I should be by, by the amount <laughs> I, I talk about it. But I think essentially, so when it comes to habits and discipline, every action sort of has a, um, every habit has a uh, trigger, right? So, for example, if you, um, if you see your phone, that in itself is the trigger, which can cause you to, uh, go on to use your phone but instead of uh, so once you understand that process you kind of have to replace that stage of okay that triggers happened and that's usually how you go on to just uh, do that bad habit you just force yourself for the first sort of few weeks or months to do something else no matter what it is and then that new trigger then becomes something else or that old trigger becomes something else, if that makes sense. So uh, this is a really interesting book as well. Or you, um, you'll tie it into something that you already do. For example, you'll wake up and we brush our teeth. Or at least I hope we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we get lazy, I don't know. Uh, and so, for example, when I try to pick up a new habit, like meditation, this is something I'm trying to do now as well, because I used to meditate more regularly, but not as much now, um, is that as soon as I'll brush my teeth, I will uh, meditate immediately after that. So in turn, I associate, sounds weird, but I will associate brushing my teeth with meditation. Yeah, like uh, directly after Meditation, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or brushing teeth, my teeth. Like, oh, come on. That, exactly, <laughs> clean, te- clean teeth, clean mind. That's, that's <laughs> what they say. Uh, but yeah, something like that. All, all these different things I've been, I've been trying out because I know for me, it's just, I've, I've, um, I've really lacked consistency for in the past in terms of my goals um yeah whether that be from sort of lack of discipline or uh, not prioritizing my goals again so yeah i think uh that's why i asked you guys because i wanted to know as well especially with um because i'm thinking obviously you guys have graduated me and all of you about to graduate so um yeah things like that will obviously be very useful uh and i also wanted to ask in terms of how you guys found the difference from sort of being in uni to then graduating and then how has that affected your goal setting or discipline or has it improved it has it changed your methods in any way i'd say um getting a good good final degree kind of grade was that the biggest priority in my last year yeah um that was kind of what because I know when you're looking for jobs, there's kind of a threshold, like a they, they say it's a two one, right? If you don't get a two one, you're going to struggle to find yeah. um, top jobs, let's say. But obviously, obviously, that's not it's not in all cases. Um, um, so that was kind of my priority. Then afterwards, it was about finding a job. So I kind of learned that no matter what point you are in your life, um, there's always going to be something you're trying, you're striving to achieve. Um, There's always going to be a next obstacle. And um, that's why I kind of reside myself to just try my best and letting things happen as they happen and not being too, um, too caught up in, in the outcome. For example, applying to jobs, applying to jobs can be literally hit and miss it, you can be a perfect candidate or you can you can have all the qualifications but you just don't get it yeah and you you might not even find out why so 
um yeah especially i think that happened especially after uni when i was struggling to find work although i i will say that i was i was one of the lucky ones because i managed to find work quite relatively quickly um that don't kind of um you you're, you're trying to the, the goal that you set is obviously what you think that you need at that time but you not hitting that goal might open up doors somewhere else it might cause you to realize that actually maybe another goal maybe another job maybe another path it was actually better for me um not to get too philosophical but <laughs> um i've realized that it's, it's everyone has a different kind of um path and um uh, setting goals is good disciplining yourself is good but do not get too caught up on the result or the outcome mm. yeah that's true yeah. i think it's it's kind of so long as your system is good right in terms of your daily routines i suppose yeah you're yeah. definitely right because I, I think uh that affects a lot of people i think it's i mean especially with jobs do you know what i mean in terms of like, even now so because it's covid right and jobs are that hard to find I know for myself as well when I was applying for placements I was pretty crazy <laughs> yeah I can't imagine um, how hard it was and uh yeah you you apply for so much so many jobs and you get a lot of reject rejections and and, and, and it's tough it is it's tough and um yeah you're right it's, it's that knowing that what you're doing isn't a waste of your time and eventually it will uh allow yourself uh or it will open you to new opportunities Absolutely, down, right? yeah. Yeah, for me it was quite dif- uh, difficult because um, when I kind of neared my third year exams, mm. I had the realization that I didn't want to go into a career with that degree, so I wanted a complete like subject change. Um, so my goal in third year was just like study as hard as I can and get the grade that I want but then knowing that I could kind of get it under my belt and leave it leave that subject behind and try and like find a new uh, career path and yeah so it was it because of that I I know some people they have you know from GCSEs they know okay I want to be a doctor so I need this and this Mm. and I'm going to get to this next stage and next stage whereas for me I didn't really have that career goal so I didn't know what steps to take so I was just doing what I enjoyed and what I was good at kind of thing um so now I'm out of uni and trying to find a job in an area that is not relative to my degree it's really difficult to kind of prove myself to the employer that I am like hard working or whatever it's it's difficult to put on your CV that you're this and this without a degree to back it up if you see what I mean yeah I know um and yeah, and recently I got rejected as well from a job and I got really bummed out about that. But then you just have to move on to the next one. You just have to think, okay, this wasn't for me mm. and there's going to be something better coming. And all you can do is just prepare yourself for for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm, sure, I'm kind of in the, the same shoes in that sort of my degree probably isn't something that I want to pursue uh, as a career. And um, yeah, I suppose that's why I'm taking the time now just to learn as many new things as possible. But so how have you found that in terms of, so when you, sorry, what what is it that you studied? I studied sports science and physiology. You studied sports science science and physiology. Okay. so it's like when you came to that realization uh, that you sort of didn't want to pursue this as a career, so what what kept you going, even though was it just a case of you know I'm just gonna do this just to get it done? Kind um, of yeah, because yeah. um, I I still did enjoy it. Okay. Um, but knowing that it's not my kind of career path it it was difficult to keep going and I did get to the point where I was thinking I just need to get this done I'm not I'm not kind of I knew I didn't put as much effort in as I should have done as well which is looking back is like annoying it's one of my regrets but I mean I don't look at it as a regret but I yeah yeah I mean it's tough when the passion's sort of not there anymore isn't it exactly yeah Yeah. and yeah it, it was just really difficult but 
I got through it. So it's strange as well because uh, um, when we go through kind of the school system, primary, secondary school, sixth form, or college, um, you get so used to um, having to perform in subjects that you're not entirely interested in, right? Um, so I feel like that that can come in handy later <laughs> on in life where you it can be in a job it can be in more education where you find yourself learning about something there's plenty of uh, modules that I did at uni where I just just wasn't kind of um, too invested in it but you kind of get that mindset especially from school that you just you just listen you take notes you get ready for your exam you hand in your assignments on time and you just try your best and take what you can get from it and leave it behind when when you're finished do you think yeah. that's the right mentality um, to have regarding education? And I'm just like curious. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try and like, hijack this because like education is something that I'm quite passionate about, and like mm. something that I'm just interested in and in hearing people's perspectives on. Like, would you say, you know, that sort of results-based mindset is like maybe not the correct one, but like the best one? Like, you know, to go through school, like, I just want to get the highest grades. Do you think that's like the best way to learn? Um, it's definitely the way that we're taught how to learn. Like, I think yeah. we can all agree on that. Um, yeah, definitely. Especially like in most school systems, that's the case. Um, because uh, what progress or kind of achievement is based on yeah numbers and grades and stuff. Um, but I think for a youngster, um, when you're below 18, when you don't really understand what the world's like and what you can do with the education that you've received, it's good to get something. It's good to get good results and try and everything um, because you don't actually know how that will benefit you in the future. Um, there's plenty of stuff that you know you learn at school, um, Maybe not like algebra or something, but Pythagoras. <laughs> Sometimes it comes in handy, like in the weirdest senses. Even 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 now, like um, sometimes I find that something I learned at school is yeah, just kind of crept up, and yeah, it came in handy. But um, even if it doesn't come in handy, yeah, you you just never know. You don't know what the future is going to hold. So um, the mindset that you should be trying your best and everything is important, but um your success based on results i think is not the the kind of mindset you should impose on young people mm -hmm. you should impose on trying your best but not the fact that if you do get a poor result it means that this is not for you <laughs> yeah like i mean i agree like with you in the it should be effort that's like rewarded and encouraged obviously and there still needs to be that like results-based like mindset because at the end of the day you need to get results and like you need to be able to like prove yourself and show that you're competent but you know like i can say for me my biggest regrets at school were just not trying that like just not trying hard enough yeah it's yeah. there's, like i think back three different subjects that you're learning about like you're not you're never gonna get that opportunity to like learn so many things ever again mm -hmm. and i i'm not trying hard enough but like at the same time you gotta have fun like <laughs> i managed to have fun at school and like, i think that's that's like um worth something but going like back to that point um about like whether it's like the best um sort of mindset to be impressing on like, young people or not at first, I used to be like, no, no, you have to just like let people just like learn fluidly, like just not in this rigid system, the school system where everyone's they got this curriculum that like, you need to actually teach the kids how to learn. And I definitely agree with that. I think that that could be like implemented more into the system. But I think for kids who aren't self motivated, you kind of need that, like. You need to give them this target. Like I, I, I could say that for me at school, like I did need a lot of encouragement for teachers from teachers to like get the work done, and like yeah. make sure I was like on it. But um, yeah, I think there is like merit in both, but it's just like about right, trying to find the right balance and like how Absolutely. can you like, 
put more of that like encouragement towards like teaching people how to learn like so they can help themselves later on and that was like a big issue for me going into uni and the first year was not a nice experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> i went to like literally just be by myself like oh my gosh i have to learn everything like these lecturers do not care if i do yeah like, yeah they don't care if i show up or yeah, anything yeah, exactly. yeah. I, it's all on me and that was a big shock but eventually like you know i, I had to like take, take time and it's like it was about to go saying and it's just like teaching myself slowly how to learn and trying to like just trust the process mm-hmm. because at first it's quite hard but like just slowly start doing things which you think make sense and like think will benefit you in the long run and eventually they just tend to and you know it can be small things like i decided okay i'm gonna have a folder has every tutorial every lecture note and i'm gonna be it's all gonna be in one place just because like well something that my dad used to always tell me to do and i wasn't really listening and all the paper was just like accumulating on my desk so eventually I got that and I felt more organized. I could see where I knew where everything was. And it was just like, okay, I think this will be a good idea. I'll, I'll just try and stick with it. And it just managed to like benefit in the long run. Because when um, lockdown came in and we had like no more, no more lectures, I could like refer back to everything that I already had. And like I was confident it was there. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree with like what you said. And especially with the organization thing. I feel like um, the the level or the degree of organization in your mind is reflected in your kind of surroundings. So it, it shows like a kind of a, a change in your mind's organization that now you're able to, um, like you said, organize your lecture notes, know where everything is um, and when you did it and you can refer back to it when you need to. Yeah, I mean... Now, Oli, does this, does this, because you're talking about now you being back in school, right? Uh, and not doing so well, but would you say that's because the things that you learned and you weren't really interested in, uh, or whether it was laziness? And not to call you out or anything, right? Oh, <laughs> it's, no, kind of, no. it's kind of like a. No, it's straight, straight up, it was laziness. Because okay, some, some people will argue that, for example, like we talk about results, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will argue that even let's say if you do try hard but you don't come out with the result that you expected that's more so an indicator that perhaps that thing that subject that topic or whatever isn't for you right um and that your strengths are you best utilized somewhere else um because i feel like in uni or a work on or just in life in general there's going to be a lot of things that we have to do that we don't necessarily want to do uh yeah and so, for example, so when that happens is how, yeah, how do you have the discipline to, to get through that? Because for me, that's that's sort of my biggest struggle, knowing that, because when it is something I'm super passionate about, it's easy, right? It's kind of, you have the, the endless energy to do it. But yeah, whether that's modules that I'm not really interested in or this or work, whatever it is, there's a lot of things that we don't really have a lot of passion for. But it's when it's that is, do you think it's worth doing? Sometimes you have to do it, but <laughs> do you think it's worth doing? And two, if if it is, how do you go about keeping yourself motivated, not having the willpower to do that? For me, it's, it's literally just, uh, okay, I, I sort of see myself in the future, when in very near future, if I do this, then if I get this done, then I can do this. Kind of like uh, giving myself a reward for it. You know, in a way. Hmm. It's not really easy. That it, it's like I remember one time. I think you, you probably would have heard the book. Like it's by I think it's Steve Covey, like Seven Habits. Seven Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. People. Yeah. It's like one for teenage teenagers. It's like a teenage version of that. And I remember reading that when I was young. I was just like, oh. I, I was just intrigued. I was like. Oh, maybe I can be a highly effective teenager myself. So I was reading this book, like, and there was one part about school and like different like quotes from kids, like who maybe like doing well, I don't know, like later on in life. And there was one quote which was like, "There's no like secret formula to like get your homework done. Like you just have to do it." 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's one of those ones where like you want there to be this crazy thing that you know like oh if i do this and then like i do that then i'm just gonna be able to get this done easily but like the fact of the matter is you know it's hard you're probably not going to enjoy it but like it's just something that you have to do as an obstacle that you have to overcome and i think like fair enough it, it might not be like helpful but it is helpful to just like make sure that you don't lie, lie to yourself about it. Like it might not be enjoyable, but you know, I've decided that this is something that I do need to overcome to get to where I need to be. So like, it's either, you know, I get to where I need to be or I don't. And that's probably like the best way to look at it. Um, just see it for what it is. Um, knowing that there's no like magic button that you can press that's gonna make it easy, but and I'm not saying that's easy. This is something that I find really hard to do as well. But like sometimes, like you know, I, the more you try it, the better you get at it. So I'm just trying to like do the small things, even if it's just like washing up the dishes mm -hmm. like immediately. But yeah, you can build onto the bigger things, and I think it's, yeah, it's, it's like practice for pra practice for getting used to doing things that you don't want to do, and like you guys were saying earlier life's full of that so kind of get used to it <laughs> as blunt as that is yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it's different to the way it comes at you as well because i remember in school i didn't really enjoy maths didn't enjoy physics i kind of found it confusing i didn't you know some people just kind of get it but i just wasn't one of those people whereas in uni i had a biomechanics module and that was literally just full of physics and maths and I remember my lecturers just helped it click in my mind and it was it ended up being one of my highest grades in biomechanics um and I think yeah just depending on how you're taught and how it's visualized for you like even just writing something on down on a piece of paper and you can actually see it like it goes back to writing down your goals when you can actually see it physically you kind of I don't know it just clicks in your mind a lot easier and I mean I'm a visual learner so that's how it is for me but yeah I agree with that yeah um uh it is all about like how it's packaged and each person kind of it, it'll be complementary to you in the way like there's different ways it's complementary to different people so um you can be taught to to the same things the same thing by two different people and you'll get it from one person and you won't from the other and i can hand on my heart say that was literally what um mechanics was like at loughborough <laughs> between first and second year I basically learn the same things but from two different um lecturers and <laughs> one of the one i actually enjoyed and one i didn't so yeah and it's it's different as well when you've got people around you who are interested in, in the same thing because i feel like in school everyone has to do maths because it's one of the core things yeah. whereas in uni the people on my course they were actually interested in it as well and a lot of them did get good grades in school for maths and physics so having that support as well from people your own age and like you just hang out with generally but they can support you through that as well that really helped me yeah, that's a that's a really good point as well. I think, yeah, having a support group to in a way keep you accountable. That's something that I've missed, and I know I've missed um, from the, uh, the uni environment or just you know in a pre-COVID environment, anyways. Uh, and that's something I've had to learn recently is actually being able to. I used to think that I could do a lot of things by myself, but. Same. Yeah, but but really it was, even though I was working by myself, as in I'd be sitting in a room by myself, I'd always gone to interact with multiple, multiple other people who were doing the same thing as me. And so just those sort of conversations kept me accountable. And that's something that I didn't realize until I didn't have those conversations anymore. I didn't have those people in my local uh, proximity. And yeah, so having that self-discipline it's something that I've really, really, really had to work on, especially now. But it, it's good, I suppose, that, that I'm, I'm working on it, or a lot of people are working on things like that. Yeah, I think it's just like that point that you touched on as well, having people around you 
there's something like so powerful in collaboration and like you know uh, I feel like there's one proverb I can't remember how it goes but it's something like along the lines of like like run alone if you want to run oh fast. you can go you can yeah. go um would it run far you can go fast alone but you can go far together yeah exactly so yeah. Some, <laughs> something like that ancient problem yeah, the vibes you get the <laughs> like working with other people i just feel yeah. it's so important like i back in school days like i was i was very competitive like, i always wanted to be the best so like yeah i didn't care what it was it could be like the spelling like spelling test that used to do each week it could be literally like in the playground we have, we're playing like bulldog i have to win like oh, yeah. it's like on it every single thing and it's like obviously when you always want to be alone it's, it's not only at the top it's not only at the top what can i say but like when you're always focused like that by yourself it can be a bit lonely at times and like i think over the years i had to like learn like I think this really helps even like in further maths when I was in, in school. Like everyone kind of came together a bit more. Like it was that focus goal that, like, okay, this is hard. There's been times in school where it was like, there'd always be some person who's, who's not struggling. But in that class, we finally saw that everyone struggled at some point. And like just that recognition that, okay, no one's invincible. Everyone needs help at some point. You know, I, I even like used to not like asking the teachers for help at times, mm. but like, just learn that no one gets to like a high level by themselves. No one does. So there's no shame in like taking help and like, you know, building with other people. It doesn't always have to be by yourself. I think, yeah, that's just something that'd be really helpful moving forward, especially like keeping yourself motivated, keeping yourself disciplined, just keeping those people around you who like have that same vision and that growth mindset super useful it's interesting you say that bro i was gonna say how do you have a mindset of wanting to be the best and everything and then you said you struggled in school <laughs> well when i say struggled in school it was like i i did i did like well in terms of like getting the grades yeah but like i struggled like in terms of like in, in the in the lessons i wouldn't be focused or like outside of the lessons i wasn't doing my homework or sometimes like, I'd be late to lessons, like I'd be talking in class. Like I wasn't like as disciplined. I wasn't like a, a studious student, if you know what I mean. Okay. I could have been a bit more like serious about it, but yeah, I was still I was just competitive. It was to me, it was more just like, oh uh, yeah, I was just competing with my mates. It wasn't like, okay, I need to study. Oh, okay, that was more okay. like primary school, secondary school was a bit different. <laughs> I see that. Okay, well, well here's the thing. You guys think competition is good for productivity? And if so, to what extent and to what level is it good until it gets toxic, if it gets toxic? I think it has to definitely be a healthy level. If there's too much competition... How much is too much? How much is too much? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like... I don't know. I feel like we can agree that you definitely need competition. You don't need it, but I think if there's, if, say if you're in a workplace and someone is on your team doing the same kind of role as you, yeah. and they're doing something just slightly that bit better, mm. then you can either think of it as, okay, the like they're my colleague, I can get tips from them to kind of help me in, in my role to get better, or you can think of it as, oh, they're better than me. I need to do this and this to get better than them. I need to be the best and things like that. So mm. I think it, it's, it's always healthy to have like someone there that's maybe even a bit better than you so it can push you. But mm. it's all about your own mindset thinking, okay, I it would be good for me to get to that level rather than I need to be better than that person. If you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Good person, thank you. Yeah. I I ask, I ask that because I've seen some, some, some it's very funny things happen when it comes to people competing over just stupid things, you know. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where people are sly about it, well, but uh, <laughs> they'll like try and support you, but secretly, 
they want yeah. to one up you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, chill. This is this is just um, like uh, this is just marketing, marketing, like a marketing module. Also, much uh, <laughs> how much how much clout can you gain from beating me in that? But yeah, you're right. Um, it sounds it does it does push me as well. It's it's more so in the case of um, it it sets a, a standard for me, you know, by by seeing what other people around me are doing because people do say. Uh, you shouldn't compare yourself to others, to which I think is true in that focus on yourself, focus on uh, how you can do everything that you're doing the best for yourself, right? But I do think having other people around to compare is, is good in the, in the sense that you get a, you get a, a decent level um, in terms of seeing like, where people are, right? Because, I mean, I mean that's why... I, being in the right environment is so good because if you're around people who are super productive, you're more likely to be just as productive as them and vice versa. If they're not productive, you probably won't be either. Right. Um, and yeah, so, so that's something that I've, I've always thought about is sort of putting myself in those right environments. But at the same time, knowing that these people, although we do a lot, we're also here to support each other. Um, because yeah, if it gets a bit if it gets a bit too competitive, then then stuff gets a bit ugly. And I was gonna say, um, <laughs> uh, as long as the competition isn't at the expense of other people, yes, that's where it stays healthy. But um, as soon as you're kind of trying to sabotage someone purely in the in the sense uh, in the um in the sense of competition, then it's obviously just <laughs> becoming toxic and. It's just um yeah, it will get ugly. Yeah. I think that happens a lot in uni. Uh actually you know, happens it's... everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such as the entire world, isn't it? <laughs> companies, you know, all these big Fortune five hundred companies, everything like that. They're, they're, all, they're all in competition. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like sometimes like I, I think it doesn't exist until until like these things have happened. I'm like, oh well. It's not they, call, they call it free market capitalism, right? That's what it is, you know. That's, that's that's just that's just the way we live, you know. It's the world we live in. So do what you can, I suppose. But yeah, you're right. Competition at the expense of no one else. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's possible. You know what? Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. Like, <laughs> I do think it's impossible to like have it like that without like because the the whole idea behind competition is where there's winners, like, there will also you, be losers. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Where there's winners, there's got to be losers. So there's always going to be someone who's losing out. Mean. But <laughs> it, it just it'll it, it definitely like force you to the right kind of competition. Okay, like you mentioned the example, like competing with your colleagues is never really good. You know, like you're sharing the same office space. But if like I was selling, I don't know, some milkshakes. And okay. <laughs> Like, I think that's healthy competition because it's like, we're not like, we're not mates. We're not like, we're not pretending to be friends like to each other's faces and then stabbing each other in the back, like in the backs. We're yeah, both yeah. like pushing each other to literally just make the best milkshakes. And I think <laughs> like that is a kind of like healthy competition, obviously. Nah, this is crazy. It's like, we're literally just describing, we're doing that capitalism versus system thing right now. I, I mean, I mean, here's the thing, right? It's like, it sounds weird, but when I think about it, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have been in the same scenario, but when you feel like somebody doubts you or when somebody does doubt you, that fuels you so much, or at least it did for me, because now you're like, well, look, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's my honor. And I feel like if I had that sort of drive the whole time, I would be so much more productive. But But I don't think that would be healthy. Yeah, I feel no. like I'd also just be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you need some downtime. Yeah, so... But no, it's, it's interesting to think as well because um, obviously people have uh, different methods. Everyone has different methods in terms of keeping keeping themselves motivated and I know competition is, is quite big for a lot of people. So yeah, I want to know what you guys think about that. But Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, go ahead. Um, because when I was in uni, a big thing for me was um, 
I was only really motivated to do my uni work when I was at the library and I was only really motivated to do a workout when I was at the gym mm. and when I was at home I I had to if I was if it was like really snowy and rainy in Manchester and I didn't want to go outside I didn't want to get to the library and I had to do it at home I had to really force myself to get into the mindset of like getting my laptop out and doing the work at home because I I associate my mind associates being in a certain place with a certain with do like exactly. feeling a certain way so mm-hmm. how do you guys feel now it's in like lockdown or in covid times and you're doing still doing like uni work like how do you separate it in your mind to be motivated to do your work and do other things it's, it's yeah it's, it's so funny uh, you say that i mean that's uh, that's how almost all of us are living right now right and I, I know for me so I'll probably spend more days in just this exact room um, than probably in the previous three years, right? Because it's just where I work now, it's also where I sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you're right, is that usually, so well, when you're at uni or when you can go outside, you there's a place for you to work, there's a place for you to to chill. Um, and for me, in, in some ways, if, if you can maybe replicate that, uh, even with minimal spacing, it could help. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is the best approach. But for example, um, I used to work sort of downstairs, and then there would be a table with I think about four chairs. <laughs> on one chair, I would associate working on that chair, and then when I would eat my lunch, I'll sit on a different chair and only, and only eat lunch and chill when I was sat on that chair and basically trying to replicate it, even though you have limited space and that you can only be at home. Um, that's what you do. And, and it, and it kind of works. It worked, it worked for me for a bit, but then I got lazy. Um, and then that's why I'm here in this room now. Uh, but then it just, I, I, I sort of just associate working with this room now, but on the flip side, I, I do have to change that because now it makes it hard for me to sort of sleep and, uh, and uh, chill a bit more. Um, they, uh, the other chairs. Uh, what about the other chairs? You know, I, I might just have to buy six chairs and put them in my room. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then have them for a couple beanbags as well. A couple beanbags, a couple pillows. Um, but yeah, having that, uh, trying to replicate, obviously, an environment where you associate different things with different, different spaces, no matter how little, uh, has helped me. And also scheduling, I think, I think just scheduling breaks. Obviously, that comes in general, but even more so when I think you're at home because because everything, uh, uh, at least for me, everything is like tied together because you're in the same place, right? So you, you wake up in the same room and then you just take a few minutes and, and really you can start working right away, right? Because you don't have to go anywhere. Um, but scheduling breaks just for me to be more aware of the fact that I'll, is actually outside <laughs> uh, and, and keeping myself aware of just, I don't know, just, it helps me to be more more present and that just being present helps me to work, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you guys want to try that thing with the chairs, but, <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> Check if I have enough chairs. Yeah. <laughs> like for, for me, um, it's always been more about like my mentality like before like I decide to work rather than the location so like I do do work like, at home I work in the library as well like that's the open there's the engineering department I don't really go there as often but like I have those options there but it's for me it's like if I can maintain my you know a state of mind like stay motivated just like literally things like reading those goals that I've written down like I'll just be focused I've got, I've got like the ideal version of myself that I'm looking at like maybe a year from now and like when I stay focused on that it's not hard to do work like I don't know how to explain it it's like oh yeah this is just what I'm meant to be doing this is like this is the path that I'm trying like to go down but I definitely think staying in the same place for too long is just not helpful. Mm-hmm. Exercising like is very important. Just like as I go to work on the weekends and like 
I ride my bike to work. But just doing that, like every week, like going there back and forth, like that's just something like I actually get, I get some exercise in. Like I go on walks, like I'll, if I go to the library, I can just walk there or I take my bike again. Getting that fresh air, like actually seeing sunlight. Do you know what I mean? These things are so important. Like, so I'm just trying to like keep my schedule busy, like eat fairly healthy meals, eat, yeah. like go do do exercise and do all these things more or less just to like preserve like my mental state so I can remain focused. And then like I feel like everything else kind of like falls into place after that because. I know I'm aiming for it. I know I'm like where I'm where I'm heading. You know, I suppose the home equivalent of that is, is taking walks to your living room. <laughs> or, or like from the living room to the kitchen. Or you could do like, like you could do like walking lunges when you're going around your house or something. Very much just a workout <laughs> at the same time, you know, yes. Exercise is definitely underrated. Uh yeah. And and that's also something I feel like as it has been hard for a lot of people is staying healthy, right? But like, yeah, you have to understand is that your your mind and your body they they work together. You know, if if one isn't healthy, then the other won't be as well, pretty much. And so, yeah, you have to prioritize that, even if it's only fifteen minutes a day of exercise. Again, that's, that's what the breaks are good for. Um. Uh. And yeah, I also try and work with other people when I can. I know when, when G had uh, his Zoom set up calls, those really helped me just seeing another person now. Uh, so, yeah, if that's a, a possible strategy, then you might be able to try that. But, yeah, in terms of... So, I know, I know it's really it's been really tough for me, for example, like trying to visualise how I'm going to do things in a year's time because I don't know how sure things are, right? Mm-hmm. Um but do you guys still visualize yourselves, for example, in a year's time, in uh, in two years' time, in five years' time, right? And if you do, what does that look like specifically for you guys? Um, I've I've never really thought about where I'm going to be okay. that far ahead, and as I've gotten older, I've definitely like I've definitely put a lot more thought into that. And thinking not really like career but more kind of like family orientated like marriage and like kids or whatever um so yeah it's it's difficult to think about the future and then also accept that whatever's going to come to you is just going to come at the right time definitely yeah I was going to say, um, yeah, I'm probably like a believer in the same things. I know not everyone is like a, people call it like destiny or whatever or fate, but, um, fate. fate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can make, I, I absolutely think that everyone should yeah have goals and, um, pl- um, places they want to be in the future, you know, situations they want to be in the future. Um, and try their best, but yeah, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen the way you want it to do, or if it happens a different way, then you kind of just roll with the punches and the highs and the lows. And at the end of the day, you'll you'll get to where you want to get to. I think it's also important. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, get to where you want to get to and, um, or if not, maybe somewhere better that you Mm. hadn't imagined. Yeah. I was going to say it's, I've definitely learned as well to live in the present. So like when I was younger, I never thought that far in the future, kind of like five years or even a year, but I used to think kind of like in two weeks ahead type thing. Um, Whereas now I've got the goals in like five years time that I want to achieve, but I'm more mentally present. And I think that's really important in uh, like reducing anxiety and um yeah because i i have struggled with anxiety like a fair bit so realizing that okay i need to live in this present moment and not worry about okay uh, what's going to happen tomorrow or what did i do in the past that i regret or that made me feel silly or whatever it was you just need to live in the moment because i don't know there, there was also a tiktok right 
that I watched mm-hmm. and it was saying that the past is isn't like real it's just your imagination and the future is just your imagination it's literally like what you've got right now in the present is what's yeah. real so you shouldn't like worry about the past you should just learn from from the past and then in the future you should set your goals but like Adnan said don't kind of like work way too hard and put yourself down if you don't achieve them kind of thing you just need to take what's coming to you and and yeah just do what you feel is best in that situation at that time definitely for sure that's that's been one of the biggest things that i've learned whilst i've been at home um working from home and just during covid as well is trying to stay present because so i feel like as much as we feel like we have control of our lives ultimately the past is out of our control and the future is in similar ways it's also out of our control it's like obviously we can set goals but we don't know what will come up here and there in the future right um, exactly and yeah knowing that it's, it's 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 in a way dumb to try and control everything every outcome and whatnot and so staying present trying to be present that's uh that's something that meditation obviously helps a lot with and then it's been a bit it's, it's been very big for me too yeah it's uh super super important right now when uh obviously anxiety is quite high for a lot of people and as is uh just in general the, the world <laughs> and everything yeah. that's happening is it's good to stay present in the moment but also having hope and, and uh having faith that things are gonna be better and whatever comes your way will be the right thing for you yeah yeah Lovely, lovely. But yeah, I think that brings us to a close for today. But has been lovely. I always like uh, these episodes because a lot of the time, I don't even know the guests that well beforehand. Same. And it's just like, interesting to hear like what you got to say, like, all your different perspectives. It's been like really helpful for me anyway to take some of those on board. And yeah. So it's just nice like conversation. But yeah, it's been it's been a good time. So uh, I yeah. you guys as well, just quickly. If you had one take home message for the audience, like what would you what would you tell them? What would you leave them with? Buy a six pack of chairs. <laughs> no I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say every, everyone's everyone's <laughs> gonna think I'm some chair. I have a chair obsession now. So which I do, clearly. Um Take home message. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we can always cut the silence out. It could be anything. It doesn't even have to be related to, to what we talked about. You know, just just anything. And that's, oh, yeah, that's I'm talking helped about... you recently, or or overall, what's been like a, a bigger lesson for you, or your biggest takeaway? Um, maybe what we were saying about living in the present, mm-hmm. like. Um, I feel like that's so important because um, like Sabrina was saying about like thinking too much about the future makes you anxious. Thinking too much about the past makes you anxious and that anxiety just robs you from enjoying what's happening right now. Definitely. So, and it's it's like something you're doing to yourself. It's not even like uh, someone's inflicting it on you. It's it's you do it to yourself and it's so important to... um, kind of change your mindset from that kind of thinking and yeah become more present and you'll feel more healthy because of it you'll be able to achieve more you'll be able to be more productive you'll be able to get things done um and yeah nice. Sabrina? um yeah i think mine is so when we were saying about the goal setting and Ollie was saying about just like kind of going with the flow. And like I said, I literally said just earlier that I need a bit more kind of like structure. Mm-hmm. But I think what Ollie said about just going with the flow, it's actually a lot better with living in the present. Like they, they those two kind of like go hand in hand because you just take it on what what is coming at you like as it comes. So I think mine my, my takeaway message is to not think okay I need a specific plan for my goals I just need to like kind of write down the steps I need to take but also just like 
go, still go with the flow and see whatever comes my way. I just deal with it then and there. Yeah, definitely. That's a solid takeaway as well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's staying in the moment and um, yeah, dealing dealing with things as they come, isn't it? It's that overall message. But yeah, um, thank you guys for coming on today. Uh, it's been really really cool talking to you guys as it always is when I'm on this podcast. Get to know a lot of different perspectives. Get to talk about some random stuff that I do as well. Done. Uh, maybe people people don't know. I know the chairs thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah that's been uh, really cool uh, I hope people listening uh, get some takeaway out of that and yeah it's, 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 um, it's really really cool I, I love doing this and just having these conversations with you guys about this so yeah I think I think these kind of things don't get talked about enough and yeah even if one person listens in and is like actually I relate to that and that kind of helped me is, 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 a, is a win Come on, shout, shout out to the three listeners that we have so far or more or a bit more than that i think right now but yeah all right we'll, we'll wrap it up there thank you again for coming on today uh thank this is guys. yeah thank you this is the g team podcast hosted by me peter and me Oli. and we hope you guys will have a good day peace peace bye everyone bye